welcome Boy. to god damn it <laughs> we haven't even started yet all right here we go welcome to the pop goes the culture podcast for friday march the 12th we are a bunch of fans artists creators and critics from the midwest talking entertainment and pop culture taking your comments and whatever my name is joey mills and joining me on the show today we've got brandon parnes Redbeard. Caleb. <laughs> Caleb, we can't work the mute button. All right. <laughs> Curtis. And Hawk from FedEx and Fan. And we may be joined uh, by somebody else a little bit later on, but I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight for the show. I want to thank everybody listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you are catching us. We've got a great show for you this week. We are revealing which of our favorite 90s movies that you voted for are moving on to round two, the Elite Eight round in our 2021 March Madness tournament. We are talking about popular television series that we've tried to get into. We tried to watch them, but just for whatever reason, just could not get into them uh, so your favorites may be among them uh, plus we've got all your entertainment and pop culture news what's coming up in the next week or so in entertainment and pop culture and a whole lot more before we get into all of that what's everybody been up to has everybody been in the last oh, week or so since we all got together and did one of these things I'm sophisticatedly drunker than I was the last time you saw me. Yeah, because you couldn't even say significantly. So you must be, clearly must be slightly more inebriated than last time. He's trying to give me a run for my money for like the last couple of weeks. We're, we're yes. all giving it a go. <laughs> you know what? It's almost St. Patrick's Day. We can start it a little early. Right. Uh, uh, Brandon, are you are you old enough to drink over there? You know he oh, is the I youngest am. one. I just choose not to. <laughs> yeah, Brandon, how old are you? <laughs> I'm, I am enjoying the return of a lot of great TV shows. Uh, coming back from their their weird hiatus schedule now. Um, the new dead new TV show Debris came out, um, and now hopefully it'll go away soon. <laughs> oh, it probably it more than likely will. Yeah, I hate when a good concept gets ruined by everything else that can go wrong. <laughs> I've not watched it because it looks to me like it's it looks like a cross between Heroes and Manifest that NBC did. Like literally, what ago. it looks like. That's and exactly what it looks like. Thing. Yeah, it it's, looks like it. These networks shake some stuff up, man. Yeah. Sometimes when a show will like start airing, they start airing promos and shit. And it's like, okay, I, I see what you're doing here, and I can tell it's gonna it's gonna be a one season show. Yeah. It's not gonna last. It the honestly looks, just looked like that to me. It looks yeah. and feels like the forty four hundred and right. heroes and 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 manifest and a couple. I mean, like, and it's all the same production company trying to trying to take that one good idea. And they all look the same, like you said. Yeah, they all look yeah. identical. If you are just walking by the room, you wouldn't know which of those was on unless you just happened to stop and watch it. They do like, have interesting like most points. of CBS's programming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have some interesting points, and I'm going to see, obviously, where, they, where it goes, because I'm going to give it the three episodes. Right. Um, but I, I just hate when bad science fiction ruins a good night. <laughs> I hate when bad science fact ruins a good night. That's significantly more That's, fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like science fact that ruins a good night. All the fucking tree cum that's in the air, the tree jizz that's flying around, 
dude i've been like oh, pop, gosh, popping yeah. the allergy medicines right? <laughs> yeah paul it's just it's fucking tree juice I thought you were talking about sap. I didn't know sap loaded in the air. No, sap's like sap. Sap's tree blood. Pollen is tree jizz. Oh, just tree blood. Okay. Yeah. So it. no, I had I had to whip I had to whip out the Benadryl, which Benadryl like puts me on my ass. I don't know why. I'm a lightweight when it comes to Benadryl, so I've been hitting the Benadryl. I guess I'm I'm like super like like I'm taking like the dose that like my 11 year old's supposed to take. I take that dose and I'm done for the day. I'm like I'm out. I had to whip out the uh, the nasal douche thing today, where you squeeze the water up one side of your nose and it fucking come drips out the oh, other. The neti pot? No, it's like a, it's just a well, it's, it's a similar concept, but it's just a fucking squeeze bottle of like salt yeah, hot hot salt water. You know they've got the electric it's, ones, but that shit looks dangerous. I don't trust a fucking machine to clean out my nose. It like. sounded awful the way you said that. You douched your nose and cum came out the other. <laughs> tree cum, yes. <laughs> I, I'm being impregnated by the fucking trees, and I had to do the nasal douche in order to that. And like I don't know what, what's the, what's some of the other old wives' tales. I had to stick like a penny up my nose to keep from getting pregnant or some shit, or by the trees, yes. impregnated by the trees. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, bad bad science fact. Uh, it's allergy season. <laughs> so stay. You're supposed to be staying indoors anyway. Stay indoors uh, and avoid the tree jizz as well. What else? What's everybody else been up to? I am on. I just watched season two, episode six of Batman the Animated Series. But I won a day for that show. And uh, speaking of medicine, no, joking. Uh, and season two, episode eleven today for Ultimate Spider-Man. So, among other shows that I won't mention, uh, chugging right along with those, and uh, yeah, just keep insane. Very good. What else? Uh, I've been. Uh, I know what you've been doing. You've been enjoying TV. movies, TV, <laughs> movies, TV. My my Sunday night, Thursday night noirs have been back on, so that's been nice. Um, I've also I also bought a bunch of old Vincent Price movies, and I've been watching those too. So I love Vincent Price. It's more relatable. It's good stuff. More relatable. Why? <laughs> we won't get into it. What else, Brad? Caleb, what are you guys like up to? That. Well, uh, I've been doing a little few things around the house. Um, <laughs> Hanging uh, doors. Doing school, staying indoors. Um, I did catch the finale of One Division. Oh, I'm sure we'll talk about that. Um, Let's. Yeah, we okay. Uh, so loved it. it Curtis uh, and Brad, if you guys want to step away for a second, <laughs> <laughs> so we can talk One Division. <laughs> Okay, without um, without spoiling anything, because we do have we do have listeners that haven't watched it. I'm sure as well. There's probably right. some oh. somebody. I'm sure, maybe they need to crawl up from under a rock. Because wow, yeah, great show. Um, I don't remember. Also, Snowpiercer. Keeping up with mm-hmm. that one. Uh, have not watched this week's episode. So yeah, those are, that's mm-hmm. about the only two shows I've been keeping up with. And oh, I did stumble. Um, been watching the show Grace and Frankie on right. Netflix. Yeah, just like a lighthearted sitcom. Throw on, it's funny. That's um, but it awesome. Hey Joey, yeah. Hold on, before we do, before we lose the thread, let's talk. Let's talk that one division finale. Those who have seen yeah. it, what were your thoughts? <laughs> without spoiling anything, so good. Brandon says good. Caleb, we know says good. Hawk, what do you say? I stand by my statement last week that that Catherine is a freaking genius. 
And and in all honesty, regardless of what happened, they need to bring Catherine back. And I believe and they just will. Let her have some fucking fun. Yep, I She's agree. Great. I've not seen the show, but I like her. Yeah, like, Catherine like was fantastic. I didn't like her nearly as much as I did with what she because because after so, so so there's the big reveal, right? Then you go back and you look and remember everything that's happened up until that point, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Well, damn, bitch." <laughs> Damn, WandaVision, it's the Catherine show. <laughs> what was what was the movie she was in years ago? This is the first time I was aware of her and like, oh shit, that lady's funny. It was the one about, they were used car salesmen. It had like Jeremy Piven, I think Will Ferrell did oh, a cameo in it. Live Hells, Live Hard, uh, Sell Hard. There you yeah, go. That movie. She was she's fantastic in, in that. She's great in Wonderlust, where they're like a hippie commune. Yeah. And her name's Karen, and all her sisters have like interesting names, and she's like, My name's fucking Karen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so she's not great. one of those who speaks to gospel in this movie, but she is great in Step Brothers as Adam Scott's wife, who badly wants to be with John C. Riley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's great in everything. She's great. I haven't I haven't she seen her in a role everything. that she's not. Yeah, she nails she's everything. Parks and Rec, great role. Yeah, she's amazing in Parks and Rec. Uh-huh. I remember when I first saw her, and I was like, "Man, I all the gas tires getting a lot of roles these days." <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> that's funny. That's a name but I then I realized forever. who she was, and yep. then realized how good she was. So you're like, "Oh no, uh, she uh, hasn't done any work lately." <laughs> I do. I will also say that I love their decision to stick as close to the comic book on some of this story. Right. I didn't, I, I doubt, if it was any one thing I didn't see coming, it was the fact that they were like, oh, well, let's lean into some of the comic book. Right. And it, I just, there was no way in the world I was gonna predict something like that. Cause, yeah. because, you know, just, and, and solid decisions. And I gotta ask, is, Bo, is, is, is Paul doing both of the visions or am yeah. I crazy? No, he's doing yeah. both. It did not. So I would have sworn that one of them was the stand-in. No. And he's, so I mean, he's playing. He's playing an android, but he's playing them distinctly different. It's so. It yeah. It's it's different characters. He's, he's doing the one from the comic, and it's amazing. Yeah. Because in all honesty, he's doing the, the the android from the comic that all androids should have been doing from day one. Right. Mister Data and all of that. All of them should have been doing what he is doing right now. Yep. Yeah. No. He's great. The longest-serving uh, member of the MCU. He started in Iron Man in 2008, and he's still going in 2021 with WandaVision. So, uh, I'm looking forward. I'm hoping to see him stay as this Vision for a while. Right. Because this – so this Vision, the only emotion he ever got was angry. Right. And it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I will say the the there's one – the the – the beat that did not land for me in the finale is it's yes, it's a Marvel show that's built out of the Marvel cinematic universe. So, you know, it has to be, you know, laser beams, magic spells, pew, 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 all that shit going on in the finale. You know, that's coming, right? But that, but that, actually i felt like took away from all the other really good shit they've been doing all along because the eight episodes prior to that none of that shit mattered they did there wasn't much of it and what there was it really didn't do much it was just like oh look yeah we still got a budget we can still throw some effects on the screen and then the finale i mean who would have thought and again to keep it as spoiler light as possible the most compelling part of one of those 
face-offs that they had was when they stopped doing the pew 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 and had a philosophical discussion about the ship of theseus like holy shit there's your beat that's the fucking story i don't need i don't need the lasers and the magic i need the grief i need the character work i need the drama because i found myself at time kind of like okay yeah i I mean yeah i knew they were going to do this shit but but can we can we just move on and then they do they finally move on and you're like fuck thank god that that i felt like if anything they should have scaled it back and not turned it into a marvel spectacle and just kept it a little closer a little more intimate like they had been doing throughout the entire run because because that because that pew pew shit yeah just it, it felt out of place with everything that came before it but i like the pew pew shit yeah it was pretty but <laughs> it, I- I like the guts of actually introducing witchcraft to this to this universe. Right. I feel like because you know up until this point, a lot of what we as comic book fans enjoy, they had gotten rid of. Oh, they they shit on it with Thor because there's the scene with uh, Thor and Jane Foster where she's like, "This sounds like a lot like magic," and he's like, "No, nah, magic's just science that people don't understand yet." So they'd right. shit they'd shit on magic in Thor and then they brought it back I mean Loki but they're they're explaining that away as it's just science you don't get yet but then we get to Doctor Strange and they open it up a little bit but even that it was not as much as this yeah yeah this is more like no it's fucking magic dude (laughs) magic and witchcraft is science we just don't know yet I'm not disagreeing with that but the way they handled it going back as far as they did right like okay that is a step closer to i mean you said you said this a while ago marvel pays a lot of great fan service to fans and sometimes we just need that yeah especially right now where we're all waiting on that light at the end of the tunnel i I like what they're doing i was thinking earlier instead of giving suri a movie put her ass on disney plus make it a series yeah i would enjoy that better than giving her a movie to be honest which i think yeah no i agree what else? Anything else we've been doing? Otherwise, we're going to keep this train rolling. All right. Well, then let's take a look. On a train. I don't do trains, man. <laughs> we are going to hobo jump this train into the top story. So here we go. Let's take a look at our top three stories in entertainment and pop culture from the week that was. Starting with number three, after just a couple of weeks after signing Paul White, formerly uh, with uh, a couple of different wrestling companies. All Elite Wrestling, AEW, has filed paperwork to trademark one of wrestler Paul White's uh, former former names. Uh, it's not the Giant, because that's what he was when WCW, and that's owned by the WWE. It's not the Big Show, because that's, again, owned by the WWE. They are filing a trademark for the named Captain Insano, for those of you who don't remember, Captain Insano is the character that Paul White played in the 1998 movie The Water Boy. He's only in one. He's actually in two scenes. He's in a scene where he's being uh, interviewed after a match or before a match. He's cutting a promo, and then at some point later on, there's a scene where he's like the Water Boy. Adam Sandler's character like imagines he's being laughed at by Captain Insano, um, which and then I, I think that. I believe the Water Boy at one point gives like a power bomb in like the championship game and. Like, courtesy of Captain Insano or some shit like that, you know. Um, But the filing, the trademark filing reads, quote, 
Captain Insano trademark registration is intended to cover the categories of video game cartridges and discs, digital media, namely pre-recorded DVDs, downloadable audio, video recording CDs, featuring and promoting wrestling, downloadable video game software, recorded video game software. Again, video game software shows up like four times in the trademark filing, so apparently this is likely a character in the upcoming All Elite Wrestling video game that they are putting out. Um, but it's funny to see them acknowledge that Cap that Paul White was at one point Captain Insano. Captain, show no mercy. You know what's crazy is <laughs> one of the shows I just watched about like two weeks ago was his sitcom on Netflix. Yeah, the big show show or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, it was. And the funniest thing is it was decent if you like that type type of thing. Like if you right. don't, it's complete crap but i love a multi-gamer sitcom especially ones that only last one season and i'll tell you it was fun and the kids on that show make the show like he's okay his wife's okay whoever uh plays her in the show but the kids who plays his daughters steal the freaking show for me they were great and i haven't watched the Christmas episode. what's that what did they cancel that already yeah, it got canceled yeah. uh, last year, but they released one final Christmas episode. But it was only one season of eight episodes and then the Christmas episode. Yep. Which, also, I, WWE was a producer on it, and he's no longer with them. So Yeah. On, and and while we're on that, before we take off on that, did you happen to see the... Uh, the exploding barbed wire match? Oh, no. Go oh, ahead. No, the screenshots <laughs> from uh, Stephen Mills today. Yeah, from Heels. Yeah, God, he looks good. Yeah. I'd fucking like they look real, man. Oh wait, what? Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? They, they look. They look. They look. That look. They look. I would hire them and put them in a match in 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 my arena at any point in time. They look like a real team. They look. I mean, it looks like old school. The stuff that you and I grew up on. It looked great. Yeah, I think it's what set in the '90s at the end of the territories. So yeah, it's it looked it looked appropriate for what it's supposed to be. Did you yeah. did did you catch the uh, the exploding barbed wire match from the uh, AEW pay per view the other night? Or have you I seen the video on the videos on it. social media? Um, they I, apparently they tested all the pyro. The, you know, this is the big thing was you know they're going to blow up the ring after the thirty minute time limit. Um, so they tested it all before the show, and it went off without a hitch. And then they they tried to do it during the pay per view, and uh, it, it was it was a dud to say the least. So they're uh, they're they're back they're backpedaling from that. Like, well, sucking because like when did like just a week prior they had one of the greatest uh, dynamite nights they'd had in a long time. They oh yeah, they're still killing it. Yeah, Jack and everything else. Yeah, they're still killing it. Have you have you seen? So again, we're off on our wrestling tangent, but so uh, the Impact World Champion is taking on the TNA world champion in a title unification match with the winner yes. taking on Kenny Omega at the next impact pay-per-view holding the genius. AEW belt. That's fucking, I love it. I love the fact I, that they're I, like, I, they're not, they're not coloring in the lines. They're not playing by the rules. They're, they're treating it like the old territories and I'll bring my champion. You bring your champion and let's just have a good time and give the people what they paid for. I feel like everybody, it's like the world against Vince. Yeah, it is. Which and I'm rightfully okay so. With. Yeah, rightfully so. Which you know what we ought to do? What we ought to do? What you ought to what you ought to do is you ought to have the Oasis champion show up. <laughs> Just saying. I would happily do that. All right, we can move on. Although we do, we ought to do a night where we're all dressed as wrestlers with our own wrestling names and do a wrestling promo. 
<laughs> and I'll walk everybody through how to do that because there is a system for it. I think I think maybe uh, that may be something we do this summer. That sounds fun. If we can get, especially especially if we can get people back together in person, if everybody can get their their shots and we can get that together. We can get, if we can get the, the G6 thing there, I mean, that's going to be a great promo right there. There's oh, no, Kenny. Frozen. Yeah, Kenny's frozen. He'll join us here in a second. Let's <laughs> while we're while he's getting connected, let's move on to number two, the number two story of the week. So Warner Brothers has pissed off a small subset of of Warner Brothers fans as they have uh, they have done a couple of things uh, regarding their new Space Jam and new legacy film that will be coming out later this summer. Uh, first of all, folks, a certain group of folks were. Uh, what what is going What's on? Happening? I don't know. I think somebody's uh, throwing a fit about Space Jam. I don't know. So first of all, uh, <laughs> some people were mad that Lola Bunny appears to have lost the push-up bra and the tight-fitting crop top uh, jersey that she had in the original Space Jam film. Those same people are further pissed off by the fact that Pepe Le Pew, the rapey skunk that we all know and love, has had his scenes cut from the film. Um Again, I'll let you guys figure out who those people are that are upset about these two things, about the tits on an animated rabbit and not having a raping skunk uh, in the movie. I'll let you guys decide what subset of pop culture fans that is that's pissed about that. Curtis, I thought you had some thoughts on this or something like this, didn't you? I I did. Um, You know, cartoons get um, changed over time. They get redesigned. It's whatever. Yeah, um, I know that there's a lot of furries out there that are very upset about Lola Bunny. It's okay. <laughs> You'll I find get, something else. <laughs> I get the people are upset about change. I mean, I'm you guys know I'm one of the big ones about that. I, I can barely handle any sort of change whatsoever. I'm not even a fan of the idea of even doing the damn movie, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry, my generation doesn't put LeBron on this. Or, 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 they don't put. He, it's Michael or nothing. In my right. opinion, right, it wasn't even that good in it. So it would have made a better movie if they were like bringing his ass out of retirement to do it again. I think, but, or at least be in it, or yeah, coaching yeah. the team or some shit. You know, which I guess yeah. they could have a secret cameo. Kevin Haynes off in the corner. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Honestly, he's, I he's coaching see, in Haynes. I would Haynes, like to see if Michael could get them knees moving up and down the damn court. I would like to see that. <laughs> no, he's, <laughs> he's, he's hear, just hear cracking. He's just coaching on the bench. He does not have to do anything but stand. And say, right. come on! I would appreciate seeing him, him move up and down that court. He's not moving up and down the court. Apparently, the uh, apparently the Pepe uh, Le Pew uh, scenes were filmed, and it yeah, involved. Yeah, that, it, go, did you? This is this is, what you were going with? Okay, go with that. Thing. Yeah, go with I, that. I'm not upset that he's not in the movie. Like, if they just been like, "Hey, he's not in this movie for reasons," I'd have been like, "Okay, whatever. You can figure that out later." But they figured it out, right. and they shot it, and they yep. had. I I, can't, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Is it Grease Santo? Greasy Santo? She's from Jane the Virgin. I know what she looks like. I've seen the Jane the Virgin. Right. Stop it. Sorry. Dogs are fighting. And um, she's a big advocate against sexual harassment. She filmed this scene where she literally puts Pepe Le Pew in his place. She knocks the shit out of him and just like schools him. And it was like supposed to be this empowering moment. Actually, that's for her. That's not. Like, she, she has the moment where she does the, she like smacks him and walks off. 
then following that, you have the moment where Pepe's like confused and LeBron James has to come over and explain what consent is to him. Had right. the, yeah, so that that is the long I, version of the scene that they cut. They could have at least reshot it without LeBron and just had her have her moment because or just change the character. Yeah, or, like, or just they, they could have character. You could change a character. You, they you literally could have taken this moment. They could have taken this moment to change that character for the better, and they didn't. They chose to just axe it. That's yep. what I'm sort of like confused by. Yeah. I don't. I don't see why you just took it out completely. You could have made this into a moment, a learning moment for older and younger generations. I mean, if you look, if you look at, especially that character, if you look at it closely enough, they have always with that character skirted the line. He never went, you know, he's annoying. And, oh no, he's, he's grabbing. I would call him a stalker more than I anything wouldn't. else. No, he's physical. He's fucking grabbing the cat in every cartoon that he's in. Okay, he's, okay. He, he's, he's, he, he is, he is dry right. humping that pussy cat in <laughs> every right. in every I was, I was cartoon. I trying to play devil's advocate and slow it down. There is no devil's mean, advocate on this. <laughs> but they very much could have, could have dialed him back to by nine. Right. And made him the annoying one and the creepy one. It wouldn't even be that hard. Yeah, but then it doesn't. Make, but then it's. But then it's a different character. But then you're. Then you're not serving the character anymore. It's. It. it the question is. The, the the question is without without uh without non consensual grabbiness. Is there is there a character? I mean, what is Pepe I mean, Le Pew besides on, a grabby fucking we skunk? To, if we were to shave Kenny right now, he would still be Kenny, just ugly. It's not that much difference. But it would still, but it would still be Kenny's character. Kenny would still be the character Kenny, though. For over fifty years, you think now is the time they're gonna say, "Oh, we have to change this thing," or what? But they're changing everything else. They're not changing anything. They're just saying, "Fuck it, we're not gonna do it." Exactly. Like, it's a deep-seated root problem, and what do you do? You don't. You can't always change the problem because then you get this. Just move the problem. Have they been arguing about a cartoon they, for the last 10 minutes? Yes. <laughs> they, they, look, they solved the problem sort of with um, Speedy Gonzalez. Like, I don't know if you know this. Yeah. Gabriel Iglesias is playing Speedy <laughs> right. Gonzalez. And he's like, you can't cancel Fluffy. And I'm like, good. I'm glad you're Speedy Gonzalez. You can give something to this character that's not right. been there for a while. The problem wasn't the Speedy <laughs> character. It was, uh, it was the, the like other Speedies. I don't think to play Pepe Le Pew and suddenly it's okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, the, pro- the, the problem with Speedy wasn't Speedy. It was with the uh, other mice that Speedy hangs out with. If you go back and watch those cartoons, yeah, it, the it's the it's the lazy Mexicans, the mice that yeah. that are around Pepe or around Speedy. Speedy, Speedy was the smart one and outwitted everybody. Yeah, so they're keeping Speedy. They're keeping Lola Bunny, even though she's had a breast reduction. They are not keeping Pepe Le Pew in this. They're space keeping jam. Porky Pig. Didn't like in the last movie, he kind of like only had a bit part because Porky Pig is like always oh, fat. His name's Porky, and he doesn't wear any fucking pants. Can we talk about that yeah. for a second? <laughs> if <laughs> if anybody's a creeper, oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> if anybody's a creeper, Porky Bunny is a straight up nudist. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a pants requirement. If he's got, a, if he's wearing a jacket pants. and a bow tie. Damn! All right, I'll, I'll be right back. 
if you're if you're wearing a bow tie and a jacket, you got to have pants. If you're not wearing the bow tie and jacket, if you're going, you know, streaking just buck naked Bugs Bunny, that's fine. But if you're going to commit to something, you've got to commit. You know. But anyhow, that's so Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers cannot appease anybody. Yeah, no ship. All right, number one, the number one story from the week that was. In entertainment and pop culture, we had the 2021 Critics' Choice Awards uh, last week. Some of the winners, stop me if you've heard this before, Chloe Zhao and Nomadland winning for Best Director, Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Cinematography, Actors, Chadwick Boseman, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Actresses, Carrie Mulligan, uh, Maria Bakalova actually uh, won for uh, Borat 2. Of course, Trial of the Chicago 7, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom won a number of production awards on the TV side. Again, stop me if you've heard this before. The Crown, Ted Lasso, The Queen's Gambit, and Schitt's Creek won the bulk of the TV awards. Why are there so many shows winning the same shit from one award show to the next? Well, number one, uh, clearly they're the winning, you know, they're, they're, they're good shows. But number two, they're the only, <laughs> they're the only shows. <laughs> exactly. That's the only shit that came out last year. So, so yeah. So congrats to all the winners. Uh, I'm sure it'll look the same when we have, I don't know, the Screen Actors Guild Award and the Producers Awards and the Oscars. The, the Oscars. Academy Awards. Yeah, coming up. Well, the Kids' so. Choice Awards will probably be different. Maybe. If it's the Queen's Gambit and uh, Shit's yeah, Creek. Sure. <laughs> it's going to be a well, short Oscars this year, you think. They might actually They'll be off on time. They'll find a way to be over time. <laughs> They'll go long, still 10 minutes long. <laughs> We're going to bring back musical numbers between every award. <laughs> yeah. So those are the top three stories oh, that we found. Awful. Are they going with the whole no host thing this year? Uh, no. No idea. No. They have a host, I believe, this year. They have, they have, yeah. I believe they have a host. I haven't heard who it is, but they've said they are committing to having a host. But uh, they're talking about changing venues to see if they can do it live. Now that California is lifting some restrictions, it would be a smaller ceremony, of course. Um, some people are still, you know, they may have some categories that would be virtual and only invite the big cat. It's it's still up in the air, but yeah. Apparently, the killing Betty White ain't it. That's, that's what's gonna happen. No, no, she won't be there. Apparently, the uh, apparently the no host uh, the experiment there they they weren't fond of the way that played out. What other There's stories no have you guys been watching? No, you'll never make money anyway on the Oscars. What other stories have you guys been watching this week? Uh, I know uh, Curtis, Caleb, Brandon, Kenny have all chimed in said they've got some stuff. So, what have you guys been watching this week in entertainment and pop culture? What stories? So, uh, go ahead, Brandon. The, yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. Following the recent success of Bohemian Rhapsody, producer Graham King has hired the great Kenneth Branagh to uh, direct a biopic based on the life of the Bee Gees. Ooh. I thought you were going to say Brian Singer. No, <laughs> not Brian Singer. <laughs> I don't know that he's going to work. Yeah, so yeah, uh, Graham King, he was the producer on Bohemian Rhapsody as well. And, and I believe uh, the Jersey Boys movie also did that yep. too. So yeah, he's, he's big uh, into Brad, the... Brad, What's that? He's the one that did the he, the one that did you just say Kenneth Branagh? Yeah, yeah Kenneth Branagh, who did uh, the first Thor movie. And he did yeah, he was in years and years ago. Well known he, for being an actor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, he's he's and directed he's quite a bit. He, yeah, yeah, he's been yeah, doing he a lot of directing. He, did, he just but did uh, mostly known as Orient Express. Mur- right. Yeah, Murder on the Murder Orient Express. Orient Express. Right. Yeah, That's what I was trying to remember. Yeah. Yeah. But he's he's very good and very funny and. But also just a great actor and director, and um, 
And uh, has anybody seen the BG's documentary that was on HBO a few months ago? No. I think I've seen bits I'll and pieces. I heard it's it, really yeah. good, though. I can now only I know name like two BG songs, so no, I did not watch the documentary. <laughs> uh, I haven't either. Well, but I heard you it's really uncultured good, so. bastards. No, yeah. I love documentaries. I'll watch it even if I don't give a shit about it. Like I'll just watch yeah, it and find on some HBO interest. Max right now. And it's, it's the Bee Gees. Thing, but it's on. Yeah, it's the fucking Bee Gees. I mean, I know, I know, Brandon's the youngest one here, but I think the rest of us have grown up in a time <laughs> where the Bee Gees were to an okay. Extent. All right, I'm just saying. I, I definitely, I, I in middle school, I used to be able to hit like the BG high notes, the falsetto. No, I nobody can hit I that. You can you I can you do to. it? Can you do it for us now? Can you do it for us now? No, not anymore. Can you try it though? My ball is <laughs> you you've hit puberty since is that what happened now I, yeah. nobody can hit those high notes <laughs> that was what two years ago <laughs> <laughs> i still have my testes i'm sorry I, I don't even know if it's happened yet to be quite honest i just like <laughs> that yet. fair enough all right what else kenny what do you got i know you've been watching something this week Honestly, I hey, first of all, notes. first of all, Kenny, hey, welcome, welcome to the show. Yeah, hey, hey Kenny, <laughs> I, my you wife had to come up to the shop and do some work. So, I instead of driving up here, driving all the way back and being later, I just doing the show from here. But, right, uh, I left my notes back at the house, but uh, the CW is doing a live uh Powerpuff Girls, and yeah. For the life of me, I can't. I, I'm bad with remembering the name, so I need a little help, Joey. I can help you that. with that. Yeah, the CW's. Uh, who was it? it? Was a couple of ladies from Agents of Shield? Uh, Chloe Bennett, who played Quake or Daisy on yeah. Agents of Shield. Uh, Dove Cameron, who was on the show for like a minute, but she's probably better known for all that Disney Channel shit that she's done. Um, I've literally have only seen her on Agents of Shield personally, but yeah, I think she's more well known as a Disney Channel actress. Well, you know, uh, Brandon is the youngest among us. I think he remembers her mostly from Disney Channel. Is that correct, Brandon? <laughs> After my time. <laughs> okay. No, that is true. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I only know that because of kids that are the right age to watch that shit. Like, um, I've heard of her, and I yeah. know what she's been in, but like I've never seen any of it. Yeah. And then uh, a lady who I'm, whose name I'm not familiar with, Yana Peralt. I guess she was in Broadway's uh, Jagged Little Pill. Yeah, I read that this yeah. is actually her screen debut. She's yeah. mostly uh, a theater person. Yeah. Did any of you guys see the, anything from the Jagged Little Pill Broadway show? I haven't seen it, mm-hmm. no. I, I've seen a little bit of it. I, was, I had higher hopes right. for it, but wow, it was, it was rough. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm sure it made money, but man, I, I don't know if it did uh, all her songs justice or not. There, I didn't know there was a jagged little pill thing. It, it's like, yeah, they basically, yeah, it's just a, it's, it's a musical it's that just happens American to be set idiot, to. But Alan, yeah. Alan song. yeah, just happens think, to be set I, to her music. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I think it's that. Song, it's one of those songs from that album. Uh, Dave Navarro and Flea did the bass and guitar for it. I love how Kenny brings up a Powerpuff Girls live action thing and we talk about everything but the Powerpuff Girls. We talk about the latest <laughs> because, because it's a bad idea. <laughs> the, who wants to see it? The theme song. There's not a lot of information about it right now, so there's no like really plot or anything that they're trying to do with it. So all no, we they, can say is, hey, it's a thing. They, they I have, think there is a plot. They, they have, yeah, they have. It's like them all grown up and yeah. very disillusioned adults. Like, yeah. 
I they, think they, it's like what the Lizzie McGuire reboot that was going to be on Disney Plus was supposed to be, just with Powerpuff Girls, and like it just sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they're supposed to be post. Yeah, they're 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 in their young adult phase of their lives, and they're. It just it just sounds like some shitty CW. Like, what do we people like? They like young women hey. and angsty shit and Can boys boys with no shirts Four on. Seasons. And, yeah, like I said, Kenny likes CW. Don't call it shitty. I, I do. I, well, I like <laughs> no, I, yeah, I was gonna say Kenny, Kenny's Kenny's not watching guys with no shirts. Kenny's not watching <laughs> Roswell, New Mexico. I'm pretty sure. No. Or, or fucking Dyna- or Dynasty or, or any of that I other mean, shit. Yeah. Okay, whether the you think it's a good idea or not, it yeah. does kind of make sense. Not the story, but just the fact that you have CW, which is half owned by Warner Brothers, uh, uh, Cartoon Network, Powerpuff Girls was a huge property for them. Where do you take a live action, more mature to an extent version? CW is right there. So I mean, well, corporate please. synergy wise, it makes sense. But fuck all again, that. If you're gonna let's go HBO Max and make it hard R, have the Powerpuff Girls doing like a yeah. Zack Snyder Superman shit where they're like snapping <laughs> necks God, in midair and be like fucking sucker. Punch. Yeah, but they. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably it probably took a lot of convincing just to even do this. Well, then somebody should have saved their breath. I'm guessing, but go ahead, Kenny. Probably yeah. not because my guess is going to be a lot. There's they have the remake of Charm that they got on there. Yeah, and that's honestly, a weird winner. They get away with a lot of crazy, you know, stuff that they do to the demons and stuff. So I'm I'm guessing it's going to be somewhere in between like a, you know, a charmed and that vampire show. It'll probably be something in between those two things. Yeah. When they're banding the demons testicles and stuff. That's nuts. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. All right. Well, hold on. I, just, I have to talk yeah. about the casting real quick. Like, yeah, go ahead. I heard Dove Cameron cast at first, and like I said, I've literally only seen her on the one season of Age of the Shield, and in my right. head, it's like that weirdly works. I still don't want it, but good for you. Like, that's casting that works. I feel like Chloe Bennett, though. I feel like this show is beneath her. She, she deserves a better <laughs> show to be on post Agents of Shield. <laughs> I feel like so weren't the Powerpuff Girls like grown in a lab and they were the, all the same age? They're essentially triplets, even though they weren't biological. No, if I remember they're correctly, sugar, they, they they were accidents, right? But they're I'm sugar, saying they, but they, but they, nice. but there's yeah, a big difference. Nice. But I think there's a big <laughs> difference in ages between these actresses. Is my is kind of what I'm getting at. I think it seems like uh, yeah, I, seems I it seems like they're age. not of the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, Probably Curtis. Curtis says, "Curtis, uh, you're muted." First of all, Curtis says, "The yes, uh, the, the, <laughs> the dangers of trusting everything you read on the internet." Go ahead, Curtis. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Three, Adam Warlock, currently being cast for an upcoming blockbuster exclusive. James Gunn's highly anticipated Guardians of the Galaxy Three is set to begin filming soon, and a long-awaited character from the cosmic side of Marvel will finally make his debut. It has long been expected. I said it weird, I know. (laughs) It has long been rumored that um, Gunn will put this character in the movie. It was kind of maybe hinted in the last one. Like overtly. (laughs) 
overtly, yes. They uh, reveal the Illuminati is the, the website that posted this, can exclusively reveal that Marvel is looking to cast a 30-year-old Caucasian male who is described as both a superhero type and a Zac Efron type as Adam Warlock. Well... First of all, <laughs> again, <laughs> why you don't why you don't trust sources like the Illuminati or we've got this covered or uh, right. we, we can rattle off a few of the other ones. But go ahead. James Gunn tweeted a response to this story. Yes, this is his tweet. Um, there is no casting underway for volume three. And in what world will I only cast a Caucasian if the character has gold skin? And if I wanted a Zac Efron time, wouldn't I just go to Zac Efron? Where do you get your nonsense? Yeah. First of all, <laughs> that's a dangerous character to put in to put in what Marvel has built. No, it's not. <laughs> they're doing they're, they're doing their own whole cosmic shit with they've got the Eternals coming out. You throw Adam Warlock on there, that makes sense. That's what that's, that's where they're going. The bigger story, of course, is yes, James Gunn is right on. Don't believe everything you read on the internet. I promise you, Zach Efron would do whatever he had to do to get a piece of that Marvel money and be an inserted oh, yeah. into the MCU. <laughs> He's probably like reading this, going, "I'm gonna I'm gonna call." I'm gonna call. <laughs> hey, no, he, I'm gonna have my agent call James Gunn and say, "Hey, I'm available." You know, I'm just sitting around <laughs> this coronavirus um, shit. The crazy, but I think he would be a terrible choice for Adam Warlock. Person. Oh yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, but the, he they're was not a great. Ted Bundy, but, but they're not choosing him for Adam Warlock. They're not choosing anybody. Nobody's been cast. <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. You had thoughts. Um, the crazy thing is, is uh, in response to this and what James Gunn said. Uh, uh, Mark Bernardin, who who's a writer and does a lot of podcasts and whatnot, he does uh, Kevin Smith's podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, he uh, he used to write for Entertainment Weekly, and he went on a little Twitter thing and said about how he wrote an article and spread the rumor that John Cho was going to be the Mandarin in Iron Man Three. And he did it as an experiment to see how who it would, would pick be it up picked up. Everybody yeah. picked it up. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. And no, I, it, it rings a little bell, but it's been a lot too long for me to kind yeah. of want to. Yeah, and, but it's just that interesting <laughs> dynamic of of if you put it out there on a site and slap the word exclusive on it, people will run with it. Oh yeah. I think we've I think we've all purged most of Iron anything to do with Iron Man three from our collective subconsciousness. So. I like Iron Man three. I think well, it's great. That's why we tried to purge you for last year. <laughs> How about Caleb? Take us home. I know you've got something here uh, to talk well, about. What do you got? Bring it down a little bit. But, Take us uh, home. March eleventh, one year ago, America's dad announced that he had COVID nineteen along with his wife, Rita Wilson, announced it on social media. Also, I think the uh, World Health Organization announced that COVID-19 was a pandemic one year ago today. Um, NBA canceled March Madness. They canceled all their playoff games. Um, So, yeah, when Hanks and and, uh, Rita Wilson got the COVID-19, I think that's when we all collectively as a society was like, oh, shit. This that is was, kind of a 
This is a big <laughs> like deal. If something happens Tom, to Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks we gotta pay attention now, y'all. Right. <laughs> yeah, I th- I, yeah. I, that was a weird fucking day. Like you said, like within like an hour, literally like an hour, it was like COVID nineteen or coronavirus. COVID nineteen is a pandemic, according to the World Health Organization. The NBA said we're done. This is it. And Tom yeah. Hanks and Rita Wilson said we got it. We got the COVID. Yeah, yeah that was the, the day that all that shit got real. Yeah, go ahead. Light. You know what else? Hold you on a second. Hawk's go. Just a second. Go, go ahead, Hawk. So the March Madness is actually the NCAA, which right. also happened on all on the same day. So that was that was a large amount of basketball that wasn't happening. Yep. Yeah. You know, the All-Star yeah. game, the dunk contest, all that stuff. And everybody was like, what? Yep. Curtis, what'd you have? Uh, that You know what else that day was? That day was where um, every idiot – in the world, this was like, no, they don't have coronavirus. They're being detained in Australia because of child trafficking. Oh, yeah. 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 That's true. That's, <laughs> that, that was when the uh, yeah Tom Hanks is grooming fucking little kids to be sold to the fucking lizard people, Illuminati. To the lizard shit. god, the lizard king. Yeah. I will say that Whatever weird shit. This madness has brought out the very, very best in us and the very worst. Oh yeah, there's no middle sure. ground. And 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 for the next one, I'm hiding in Kenny's beard. <laughs> y'all, ain't, y'all ain't gonna find me. I, I'm I'm done. I'm not. I'm not done. Come to you live from inside Kenny's beard. <laughs> that'd, that'd be kind of funny if we all just yeah. <laughs> We're all just hanging out in Kenny's beard doing a podcast live from Kenny's beard. It's Pop Goes oh the Culture God. Podcast. <laughs> Move over I and open up a pub. It's gonna be called Kenny's beard. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's it's oh, been yeah. a weird a weird year. You know what else that day was? Because it's the same what? as today. It was fucking three eleven day where everybody's blasting their fucking three eleven from the nineties. That bullshit band that I somehow didn't. got popular. I forgot three eleven existed. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, speaking of bringing it down. Oh, by the way, three eleven still exists, and they did release some music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, every week we ask you to tell us what you think are the top stories in entertainment and pop culture. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode. Send us your suggestions on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. Links to all that and more at popgoestheculture.com. We got all kinds of shit chiming tonight in the background on everybody's stuff. Everybody's getting all kinds of hot text about important breaking news, I'm sure. Like, where the fucking after podcast party's at. Anyway, here are the results from this week's pop quiz. Holy shit, we had eight of them. It was our 2021 March Madness first round of our tournament. Favorite 90s movies. We had 32 different participants give us their picks. We put them in groups of four. We had eight separate polls. We eliminated three quarters of the tournament participants in one week. I feel like we should play this just for the shits and giggles. All right, that's enough of that. We're going to hear enough of that in the next week or so anyway. All right, so here are the results from our first matchup. In fourth place with 19% of the votes was the number 17 pick, Clerks. Clerks with 19% of the vote. Tied for second place with 23% of the votes each were the number one pick, Toy Story, 
And the dead last pick, number 32 pick, the the Muppet Christmas Carol. Kind of funny that the first pick wow. and the last pick tied for second place in their respective poll, which means in first place, our first first movie that's moving on to the second round, to the Elite Eight round, shit, get fancy with it, in first place in that poll with 34% of the votes was the number 16 pick, right smack in the middle, Silence of the Lambs, picked by our friend Mikey Marlowe uh, with the Fellowship Good of the Geeks. It. So Good right on. Good trip for Silence of the Lambs. I'm going to get good. some fava beans and nice Chianti. That's right. Our second, our second matchup had the uh, fourth place with 18% of the votes was the number eight pick, the fifth element. Odd to see that in fourth place. I thought that would have finished right. a little higher. I expected yeah. the but this is, this is the, to be higher. This was the one that we were all like, ooh, this is the tough one here. So this is the one that we kind of thought was going to be wild, but uh, it, it's it's not. Uh, tied for second place with 21% of the votes each were the number 25 pick, Men in Black, and the number nine pick, Tombstone. So each of those tied. I'm, I'm shocked Tombstone also wasn't higher, but... Yeah, a little surprising. And in first place with 39% of the votes with the number 24 pick was Army of Darkness. Kenny's pick moves yeah. on to the Elite Eight I'm round. Totally, I, like, I, this, 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 this round was interesting, but I'm glad Army of Darkness won. Yeah. i tell you I, right now. I social media the shit out of that. <laughs> Yeah, you so did. <laughs> That's how you do Kenny, it, folks. I know you're <laughs> That's how you do it. The fact that I beat Tombstone—that's amazing because that's one of the best movie in my in my world. It's one of the right. best movies ever. So yep. you need to expand your world. You go fuck yourself. <laughs> there you go. So what, what did you do? What did you do? Like, did you go and post that Twitter like post in like he different tagged, accounts or what? No, he just tagged no. the shit out of people. Tagged yeah. actors, tagged directors, producers, production guys, and, the costume woman. <laughs> yeah. Can I admit so, something? Yeah. Huh? Okay. Um, that's how I won the doors. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that makes sense. There's no yeah. other way you could have won that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Our third. Know a lot of them were pretty split. We're, we're, okay, yeah. <laughs> Our, yeah. Before you give away all your secrets. All right. Our third matchup. <laughs> In fourth place, with 14% of the votes, was the number 21 pick, The Mask of Zorro. In third place, with 15% of the votes, just slightly higher, was the number 28 pick, Hercules. In second place, with 20% of the votes, was the number 12 pick, Tommy Boy. And no surprise here, in first place, with 52% of the votes, was the number five pick, The Shawshank Redemption, by our buddy Derek Zhu, who's been on the show before. Shawshank yeah, Redemption is, moving on. Part of me not surprised Shawshank won, but I'm also, yeah. part of me was like surprised that Tommy Boy didn't. Yeah. Well, it, it's, a, a lot of this is about the matchups, you know. It's who, it's who you had to vote against and vote for. And our fourth matchup in fourth place with 17% of the votes was the number four overall pick, My Girl, coming in fourth place in that matchup. (laughs) In third place with 23% of the votes was the number 20 pick, Saving Private Ryan. In second place with 29% of the votes was the number 13 overall pick, Fight Club. This and one is close. In first place with 30% of the votes, and we're rounding these, but 
This won by 1.1% more votes. It's the closest first-round matchup we had. In first place, moving into our Elite Eight, was the number 29 overall pick, Point Break, by Heather Wixon. Thoughts on that one? I'll I'll be honest. I'm okay that Gross Point... No, not Gross Point Blank. (laughs) That's a totally different movie altogether. (laughs) I'm okay that that one beat my fight club. I'm okay with that. Good, because you don't have much choice. By a single vote, it seems like. It was pretty close, yeah. It was less, yeah, Yeah, it was like one or two votes. Yeah, that's awesome. In our fifth matchup with 13% of the votes was the number 30 pick, Armageddon. In third place with 19% of the votes was the number 14 overall pick, Wayne's World. In second place with 28% of the votes, I'm surprised this didn't do a little better, uh, was the number 19 overall pick, The Lion King, which means in first place with 40% of the votes was the number three overall pick, Pulp Fiction, by our buddy Gerald Morris with two Ps on a podcast. Moving on to the Elite Eight round. Yeah, I'm I, okay. I, not not surprised Pulp Fiction win, but I thought I thought it'd be a little closer between that and Lion King. I'm okay with that. My my pick was going to be Pulp Fiction, but someone beat me to it. So I'm glad you approve of the votes. You're not trying to like start a, like a January sixth insurrection shit and nullify the votes. I'm glad you've approved <laughs> no. of every one of these no. results so far. I only <laughs> have Trump. one thing Fuck to you. say to that result. <laughs> Curtis What's that? doesn't have the same amount of initiative. <laughs> <laughs> That'd require oh, getting up a storm in the Capitol, yeah. What was your saying, uh, Brandon? Uh, I was going to try and think of a line from Wayne's World, but I forgot. All right, fair enough. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> our, sixth, our sixth matchup in fourth place with 2% no, 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 of the I vote. I got it. I got it. No, too late. We moved on. We've moved on. <laughs> Denied. There you go. Uh, we'll, I'll allow it. All right. In yeah, four, okay. fourth place with 2% of the votes, the lowest performing uh, choice out of the 32 was the number 22 overall pick, Jerry Maguire. In third place. Wow. Third place with 22% of the votes was the number six overall pick, Forrest Gump. In second place with 35% of the votes was the number 27 overall pick, Scream. So in first place with 40% of the votes was the number 11 pick, Jurassic Park, by our buddy Preston Burt over at Retrofied Magazine and Wayback Attack Podcast. So I felt like this one was... Like within the first part of the week, it was sort it of was like really, neck and neck yeah, with it was really, yeah, it was, well, it was weird. Scream was winning through the weekend, and then this week, uh, people logged in and voted, and yeah, Jurassic Park jumped ahead by quite a bit, by 5%. I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry, okay Jurassic Park is iconic. Yep, yeah, it Jurassic is. Park is iconic. I'm glad it won. Are you okay with that one, Curtis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, good. Very good. We're just making sure. I don't, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to certify the vote if we don't know. <laughs> Our seventh, <laughs> our seventh first place matchup. Not, I, I'm not surprised by uh, a couple of these here. The fourth place, uh, in fourth place, with seven percent of the votes, was the number twenty six overall pick, End of Evangelion. In third place, with sixteen percent of the votes, was the number ten overall pick. Princess Mononoke. So both of our uh, anime flicks uh, are down at the bottom of this poll. In second place... They uh, they outperformed Jerry Maguire. They did, which is weird. In second place, with 38% of the votes, was the number seven pick, Titanic. 
So in first place with 39% of the votes, again, these are rounded off, but with 1.2% more votes, another real nail-biter, was the number 23 overall pick, the Big Lebowski. Brad's pick moves on to the nice. Elite Eight. Right. right. Curtis, you okay with that? Dude, uh, this movie gets, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe but we'll see how it matches movie up. Guy, yes, I'm okay. okay. No, Good. fuck you, Titanic. Come on, <laughs> Curtis is okay with that. All right, and finally, <laughs> our last. I would have been upset if Big Lebowski lost the Titanic. <laughs> That's a T-shirt. <laughs> Curtis is okay with that. There you go. <laughs> Curtis approves. All right, and finally, with the uh, the eighth poll in the first round, in fourth place with six percent of the votes, this was the biggest. This was like the blowout one, uh, which is not a surprise really in fourth place with six percent of the votes was the number 15 pick braveheart surprised it came in fourth in this group uh in third place third place eight percent of the votes was the number 31 overall pick before sunrise in second place with nine percent of the votes so again all these the the bottom three not even breaking 10 percent of the votes in second place with nine percent of the votes was the number 18 overall pick life so in first place with 77% of the votes, the biggest blowout of the first round was the number two overall pick. It is the highest ranking pick uh, moving into the next round by our friends Daniel and Drew over at Quality Check Podcast is The Matrix. The Matrix is the number two seed moving in to the next round. Curtis, you cool with that? <laughs> Braveheart. Uh, not too bad. <laughs> There's really no denying the <laughs> results on that one. It was not even close. Right, right. Yeah. So, so we yeah. want to stop. We want to just pause for a second and thank everybody who's participated. I know, like I said, we got rid of three quarters of y'all in the first week, uh, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, There's a lot of planning, a lot of communication that went into that, and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we want to thank everybody who participated. We want to thank everybody who voted. Uh, most of these got between 70, 80, 90 votes, which is, you know, not bad uh, when you're having to vote on that many different polls as well. Um, so, again, thanks to everybody. Aww. We're going to announce the Elite Eight matchups a little bit later on in the show. And on that note, we are going to take a quick break. Coming up, we're discussing what popular TV series we've tried but just couldn't get into and a whole lot more. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back right after this. That's Caleb playing us back from break with the uh, the sultry sounds of his uh, what, what what's the name of that instrument again? I don't fucking remember what it's called. It's a kalimba, yeah. right? Kalimba. Yeah. There you go. That's somebody's paying attention. There you go. That's right. There you go. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. This week we are talking about the. Uh, now I use the word popular loosely, but you know, we we can open it up. But what are the TV series uh, that we've tried to watch, we tried to get into over the years, but for one reason or another, it just it didn't click, and we ended up bailing out on it. What are some of the shows that we've tried to watch? So everybody else is like, "Oh, this you got to fucking watch this," or maybe you found it on your own. You're like, "Hey, I'll give this thing a try," and and just for whatever reason, it did not it did not click with you. And we'll just open it up, roundtable discussion style. Just jump in when you got something to say. Who wants to go first? Curtis, go first. The Big Bang Theory. Okay. I gave this uh, this show a shot. I was, uh, a friend of mine let me borrow. I don't know. I think the first season, maybe the first two seasons. I watched those and I was into it. And then I was just like, it's kind of the same shit over and over and over and over. It's been on too long, for sure. That too, and it's just 
ah, you know, part of my problem was that like, I felt like they weren't, they weren't embracing nerd culture. They were poking fun at it. It's like, right. Like, okay. So they're playing dungeons and dragons. Penny walks in. What are you doing? We're playing dungeons and dragons. Ha 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 ha. Everyone's laughing because they're playing dungeons and dragons and they're nerds. We're not laughing with them. We're laughing at them. Yeah, I feel like Big Bang Theory is a show about nerds that is made for non-nerds. Right. Yeah. Right. I will say this because I actually I was a big fan of the show and it was it's a whole family experience for me. But I am over Chuck Lorre as a whole and his and his style of comedy. Yeah. Um, I think Joe and I, me and Joe had this discussion once. Chuck Lorre has this recipe for comedy and he just changes the ingredients every once in a while and that's it. It's yeah. still the same damn recipe over you want, and over and over again. Do you want the white chocolate comedy or the uh, milk chocolate comedy? It's, it, we'll, we'll, right. change, we'll change that part of it, got, but it's the same fucking thing. He's and, it's, and, it's, and it's all mean-spirited. Yeah, and it's all mean-spirited yeah. comedy, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he's he's like, here's, here's the one about the nerds. Here's the one about the sex addict. Here's the one about fat people. Here's the one about dumb girls. Yeah. Well, you you know, know, he, it's, he redid uh, Mike and Molly... They just changed Molly into an African, a Nigerian. Yeah, everything else is exactly. Oh, yeah, the same. is he doing the, the guy from Mike and Molly? Right. What, what is that, older. Brad? I think Chuck Lorre he's doing Kaminsky method uh, method on uh, Netflix, and I think that's the only show he's done in a long time that I've actually sort of enjoyed. And but everything else has not gotten. And it's one of his only single camera shows because all the other shows are multi camera. Yeah. Yep. Good pick, Curtis. Good pick. What else? Who, who else has got one? Um, I have right. a few of them. I'll, I'll throw one out right now. It's yeah. going to be very unpopular, but also it's I will right. preface it by saying I don't do well with one-hour dramas anyway, and I only got about maybe 15 minutes into the first episode, and I was like, mm, not today. Um, and it was Breaking Bad. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. I mean, I can see it. But you're missing out. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad's a show that you've got to be in the mindset to want to sit down and watch an episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's yeah. not something you just. It's not something you just pick up, or you don't just have it on the background. Or I wasn't until no. season three, and then like my room, my old roommate got me into it. I was like, okay, there's like I started season two halfway through and watched from there and i had to go back and rewatch the first part that's kind of how i got hooked because that was where most of the interesting stuff started for me was later down the road so but it's a lot of it's just a lot of things that entered the cultural zeitgeist i know like certain beats and things about it but like never seen the whole thing and part of me feels like I don't need to. I I know Aaron Paul says bitch. I know they made Crystal Meth, Heisenberg, One Who Knocks, Gus Fring. I get it. You don't get it. I, I know. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> you 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 can. That's like that's like yeah. That's like that's like stepping up to the mic on karaoke night and knocking out the fucking Bee Gees, staying alive. You know the words, and you could probably even put them in the right, but you don't get it because you're not the fucking Bee Gees. Well, no. I mean, like, you get what I mean. I know. I watched I know all five seasons of Breaking Bad, and I'm still not into that show. I only watched all five seasons as like a promise to Curtis like hey I'll watch Breaking Bad if you watch all the seasons of this other show and I was fucking miserable the entire time you liked Hank 
I did. I, Hank was a dumbass, but I liked his character <laughs> more than anyone else. What were you going to say, Kenny? Shiny moments, you know, but I, Brad, I'm kind of on board with you. I, I watched the first three seasons because I was watching it with somebody, and I was like, how many more seasons does this thing have? I was like, <laughs> like a couple more. I was like, oh, man, in for a penny, in for a pound. Fine, I'll watch the other two. And that was it. It wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to see how this – it was like, well, I've put this much into it. It's got to get better. And it got the same. Not better, <laughs> not worse. The, 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 twist in season, the twists in season five I thought were pretty riveting. Mm-hmm. I well, enjoyed the yeah, following moments, movie. but not enough. Yeah. It was a lot of me like it was like I, I felt like I was cringe watching. Like I was just like I kept having to pause the episodes and I was like, God damn it, he's such a fucking moron, this main character. Uh Walter White, way, such a moron. I felt that way with uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, the superhero, the the female that was on Marvel, Jones. Jessica Jones. I felt that way with Jessica Jones. Speaking of Jessica watching. Jones, the other big show. <laughs> That I tried to get into, and I watched the first episode twice, maybe two years apart. Was Daredevil? I like Daredevil. Well, you I can just to go to hell, Daredevil. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get into Daredevil, but I could, I couldn't get past the first episode. All right, I, I, I got to talk now. I've, I've been, I've been nice long enough. Curtis, you go to hell about just Jones. Brandon, you go to hell about Daredevil. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying it was bad. I'm not like saying it. that. I'm saying it wasn't for me at that time. I tried to watch it. Yeah. No, yeah. Jessica, I thought it was like great. I thought it was well written. I thought it was interesting, but I just couldn't have the stamina or the patience for it. Fair I'm not fair. saying it was bad. Right. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And part of me gets the Breaking Bad thing. Like, there's a lot of episodes where it's just We like, have moved on from Breaking yeah. Bad, Curtis. I, I'm glad. <laughs> that, uh, I'm glad Let it go, man. Four episodes of season. <laughs> Let it go, Curtis Dale. <laughs> All right, we're good. You and know what? You guys, uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, Brandon's not the only one that kind of shit on Breaking Bad. So, I mean, it's it's not as popular. It's popular, but yeah, there's a it's it's a it's a split. It's a divisive thing. It's not everybody it's an acquired absolutely taste. loves it. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, Caleb. Have any like of you math. guys seen uh, The Expanse on Amazon Prime? Yes. I have I just, not. I've been in. I've been wanting to just because I saw it was Tom Jane, but yeah. I haven't gotten around. Well, to let, 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 let Caleb uh, take that from you here. Go ahead, Man, Caleb. Man, I've, I've started that show like two times, and it's a, it's a really slow build, it feels like. And I just it, – it couldn't – and I, I – it sucks because I've heard so many great things about The Expanse, and I, I tried it twice. I gave it a solid, solid college try, but I just could not get rolling with The Expanse. Don't trust your nerd friends, first of all, because yeah. it, it's 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 straight up hardcore nerd show. But there's when you have an ensemble TV show, mm-hmm. there's just so many things can can go wrong. When you have a large ensemble, they have. And anybody has to watch this character, but they have like three or four running storylines at a time, which is asinine to try to pull off for a long term. You know, they had to get five seasons written. You'd be so damn confused by the time you get to the end of the first episode. You're like, what just happened? Yep. And that's, but I that's don't why disagree. I just couldn't. I, I, I'm I really in the same boat as Caleb. I've, I've given it one. The first episode is shot and was like, eh. 
This will be around. I'll find it streaming somewhere. I'll do it sometime when I got time to kill. And I got through a season and a half. And the only reason why I stopped watching it is because it's just so. I don't want to use nothing. I don't want to say confusing, but it's it's busy. Convoluted. Yeah. It's well convoluted. I was gonna say busy. It's it's really busy. And kind of get gets in its own way. Yeah. If they had stuck with, um, if you remember the first episode at the very beginning where they're out mining, they had stuck with just that. You'd have been fine. But if you remember. You got ten minutes of that, and then you're back on Earth. Then you yeah. over move over to Mars. Then you go over to the cop, and I'm like, "What in the hell is happening?" Yeah, it was just, it just lost me. Yeah, and then there was the bad guys, so they couldn't figure out who they were. Never did figure yeah. that out. It's probably right. the fucking Borg. Let's uh, let's uh, what else we got? Breaking Bad, one or the other. What, other, what else we got? Who else has got one? Who's not gone yet? We've not heard from Kenny or Brad or Hawk. Let's hear from one of you guys. Kenny, you got one? Yeah, I got one. Uh, for me, it was The Sopranos. And, you know, everybody loved that and everything. And everybody's like, oh, you like those kind of, you know, movies and shows and stuff. I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. I couldn't. I'm a lot like a few of you guys. I got 15 or... 25 minutes something like that into the first episode and i was like that's it i was like it was boring as shit I, it's I not the godfather it's, it's not a lot of things it's not, <laughs> it's not it's not entertaining <laughs> yeah. said it's not a lot of damn things <laughs> i'm with you and that's you know and everybody's like no no you've got to you know this episode Bob I was like no because I'll have to make it through other ones to get there no it's not good <laughs> I don't love Mr. Kitty oh shit <laughs> the, Sopranos, the Sopranos is a show where absolutely nothing fucking happens yeah, I mean it's it's like it's like even, Seinfeld even of, of Godfather type you know gangster movies yeah even the ending especially the ending <laughs> all right cool what uh let's see let's go brad how about you what do you got oh there's a number of shows that were popular that i didn't make it to the first episode for whatever reason like gotham i gave that a shot um mm-hmm. was it the one with Kristen bell and ted danson that just ended the good place yeah the good yeah, place I, yeah. I couldn't get into its, its sense of humor and like hey, i didn't brad, hate on you're it. not allowed to go to the good place now yeah. I was well, never allowed to begin. Are, are any of them in the good place? I mean, <laughs> but, uh, it started off the bad place. So I mean, that yeah. where you wanted to go. <laughs> but uh, there's two shows in particular that, like, I gave like a serious try, and just I could not get through it. Uh, one of them was a show called Forever that starred the like Mister Fantastic from those bad right. Fantastic Four movies. Right. I watched like like up Oh yeah, the that had to suck. No, it sucked. <laughs> I watched until the mid season finale, like waiting for it to get good, and then just rage quit that show. It's like Burn Gorman's in this episode and he's the new villain. I don't fucking care. Uh I'm still rage quitting. It's too late. But the other show was uh Orphan Black. I made it three seasons into that show because I'd heard so many good things about it. And like, I started watching it shortly after fringe had ended and I was like, all right, I need a new sci-fi 
uh, television series to replace Fringe, which I fucking love. Yeah. And so I started, I gave Orphan Black a try, and I have to say, the cast is great. The main actress in particular does a great job playing all those different characters and stuff. It was the story that just kept losing me. And it's not that it was complicated or anything, it's just, I don't know, there's just something about it that I just could not keep with it. No, I'm with you, Brad. I, I couldn't finish that one either. It was good. It started out cool, but then it just yeah. kind of lost me. Like it had potential, but there was just something about the storytelling that just could not like keep mm-hmm. my attention any longer. And I just kind of once I finished season three, and it's like oh, I'm going to take a break. And then here I am, like I don't know, five years later, I still have not gotten back to it, and I don't think I'm going to. Yeah, very yeah. good. How about you, Hawk? What do you got? You know, you and I were talking earlier, and and there's a lot of different things that are popular, right? That that I don't even get to. I'm like, no, I'm not. That's not me. But when Son of Anarchy came out, I was. I'm a biker. I ride. So and all all of my friends are like, you got to watch. You got to watch. It. And I'm three episodes in. I'm like, ain't no black people. <laughs> <laughs> where's the, where's the brothers at? Then it, got, then it got it got worse, and then it got really bad. And then I was like, damn, I have to get some new friends because I can't. I just I just can't. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know a show is bad when you start questioning the friends who recommended it to you. You're like, God damn it, these friends are terrible. Show <laughs> and, and, and you know, I did a lot of political things came out about the show that confirmed my feeling about the show. And I don't like being that person, but I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm through with Sons of Anarchy. But on the flip side, and this was just because we were having this discussion, and I just I feel obligated to mention this. Everybody likes Kevin Hart's movies. Multi-million dollars. He's a great guy. But his stand-up? As a black man who likes black comedians, I have not sat through a full the Kevin Hart stand-up. Because he sucks! I'd rather watch him than Cat Williams. See, I'm not down with Cat no more. Cat, I mean, I used to be. Because when he was the first new, he was fresh and fun. But... You know, it's funny. New, Barney Simpson said it in How I Met Your Mother. New is always better. Barney was wrong. Because <laughs> cat stuff was fine, and then it wasn't. Yeah, if Barney had taken his own advice, he wouldn't have died in um, Gone Girl. Dude. We need to talk about that movie one day, because <laughs> I had a, I had a girl in that movie, and Jesus. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll, we'll save that one for another day. Uh, so I've got I've got two. I'll give one now, then we'll kind of do another round to see if anybody's got any more. Uh, I'll start off with, and I've tried this show. I, I, I made it th- through a few episodes of the first season and was like, I don't think so. And then I would come back each following season and get maybe another episode or two be like you know what i'm just gonna try this again and i can't fucking stay with it because it's a show about shitty people being shitty towards each other and then somebody or multiple somebody's end up dying and it's american horror story american Uh, horror story every season of that with the kardashians but okay people people always sunny always sunny yeah american horror story you hear everybody blowing this show they're like oh it's so good it's yeah, so good oh you gotta oh you gotta watch this show it's so good oh my god this season's got gaga on. oh gee, oh it's so good it's just totally 
It's it's not good. It's like I said. It's <laughs> it's just they yeah they they've got named actors as the draw, and I know some people like Ryan Murphy's shit. He's always been kind of like again, it's that shitty people being shitty to each other, and so I, I've sat through a few of them, and I'm I just, think Ryan Murphy I'm like is this insane. this sucks. Yeah, it's just it's not it's not a it's definitely not. I, I can't get through. Now I don't even try, but yeah, it's just, and, and I tried to go back for a recent season where it was like, it's like set yeah. in 1984 and it's slashers and I'm like, cool, I'll watch one or two episodes of that. And I'm like, no, it's the same bullshit. It's no it's good. It's still Ryan Murphy. Yeah, it's still no good. If you're going to make a show about shitty people being shitty to each other, do it. It's always sunny style. Yeah. Where at least there's something entertaining happening. Yeah, exactly. Where you're laughing at the shitty people and with the shitty people, not sitting right. there wanting to gouge your eyes out as other shitty people are getting theirs gouged out. <laughs> so that's my first one. We'll go to my second one here in a minute, but who else has got any more? Does anybody have another one they want to throw out there? Or Go ahead, Curtis. I got, I got a couple. Curtis um, has got his hand raised. I know nobody on the podcast listening can see it, but we'll, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll go with Curtis first, um, then we'll come to you, Brandon. Shit's Creek. Oh, thank you. You took my number two. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I cannot get into that shit. No, whatsoever. fuck no. Everybody's that like, "Oh, you got freak. Oh, you've just got to give it the you just got to give it like four seasons out of the six. I once you're once I you're did. there, you're set." It's like, "Fuck you. No, I can't no, give it." I, I finished season 2 a while ago, have not picked it up since. I think it's very sweet, very endearing, but I don't get the hype. No. I might pick it up later, but I don't get the hype. So, my second choice is Grey's Anatomy. Well, hold on. We'll get That's to you. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, because no, most of the, most of us never. Because I think I think most I'm of us never even tried it. Here. I I absolutely love Shit's Creek. I, uh, I think it's great. It but I picked it I up just, during the pandemic in like right. uh, summertime ish, and I watched it, and then the and it just I don't know. You, you know how like certain shows just click with people. And I just really liked the pacing, and it just clicked with me. And then the last season came out late 2020, and I really enjoyed it. But and it's a multi-angle, cam- a multi-camera angle sitcom. Brandon, no, what it's are you not doing, a single man? camera. It's single cam. Is it single cam? Yeah, shit's freaking <laughs> single camera. It's not. It's just it's that not. one dude. See, the reason you were confused, Caleb, is that one dude running around really fast. <laughs> they just did a they did a lot of cuts, a lot of editing in that. One. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's regardless, right. I I liked it. I'm, that's I'm, that's, that's well, good. There's, I, I'm there's no account for taste. That's I'm going to start season three eventually, but um, yeah. for me, Arrow, I only got about fourteen episodes into the first season and then dropped it off. Um, and I liked it, but it's just it's a one hour drama, and I can't handle them sometimes. That's honestly the, the fourteen that you got into were the fourteen best that they had. Yeah, probably. Uh, is it? I think it's the twelfth episode of that first season that is like the best episode in the series, and then it's kind of all downhill from there. Not downhill, like it doesn't drop off a like a cliff downhill. Like, oh, it's good, it's good. Oh, fuck, it sucks. No, no, but no, it's a on, slow <laughs> and steady. It's like one of those things where you don't necessarily know you're walking downhill. You don't recognize the elevation change until you get to the bottom and you look back up and you're like, fuck. That was that's a bigger well, drop no, than I did thought. Drop off a cliff at the end of season two, literally. Three, two, three. Spoilers, three. thank you. Or, or mid mid three, I think. Yeah, is the mid is the mid season season three. I break. think the biggest problem that Arrow has, and I think everybody, a lot of nerds are on it. The minute they started literally taking Batman stories 
it just it was it was too much for a lot of nerd fans. Um, Steven's character and acting never changed, and that character has to do something. He can't be, you know, broody from, from broody dude from Angel for eighteen seasons. You, there's got to be some sort of development, and there was none. And well, if you look back, most of those characters didn't develop. They yeah. all stayed. Boom. It was it was, one. it was a it was good like I said it was it it never fell off bad it stayed pretty good but it wasn't Green Arrow which it, I mean that's not the name of the show but it wasn't the Green Arrow it was a made up character using that title to be a gritty CW show I liked I liked it well enough and I finished it out but there is one episode in that first season that's the high watermark and like I said from there it's it's like you don't recognize that you've changed ground until you stop and look back and realize that there's an elevation loss. Go ahead, and Brandon. The other show was a show on Hulu that ended somewhat recently called Future Man with uh, Josh Hutcherson. I never got to see that. Yeah. Josh Hutcherson, uh, Eliza Coop, uh, Seth Rogen, and Evan Goldberg produced it, and he shows up in event at one point. Uh, I thought it was interesting, but. It was a it was a trudge watching the episodes I watched. Okay, first of all, if it's a trudge, if you have to break out the word trudge, stop <laughs> watching. Turn the damn TV off. <laughs> just, well, he did. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. I think if anything has happened over the course of us recording together, is that we are two very very different people. <laughs> No, I, li- I like the use of the word trudge, Brad. That's what I'm saying. If you got to trudge through it, I'm with you. Stop watching. <laughs> Although, you know what, Hawk? All, a lot of these shows I want to try and circle back to because for me, a lot of it is mood and mindset and this and that. Sometimes it clicks. Sometimes it doesn't. But again, I do. I practically do this for not a living, but I do this pretty much 90% of my day. So uh, it's one of those things where it's like, once the show f- reveals itself, it reveals itself. So fair enough. I mean, to me, as in like, <laughs> oh, this is the show I'm going to watch now. So, but I also watch you know, eight shows at once. You know what I'm surprised, Hawk? Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't say Jag because I never tried to watch Jag. Oh. There you go. You, you and, hate and, it. every and, time and I bring you. Up- I never will. <laughs> what the Robin Williams movie? No, no, no. The, the TV you, show, you, the NCIS, been are spun off from. Yeah, NCIS is a jag off. <laughs> oh, jag. Yeah. I thought you said Jack. Oh. He did. <laughs> he, there was. If you've got to set it up that long, it's like that's this. There, there's no amount of payoff. That can that can make that like oh fuck oh. that was worth it I'm so glad we took that fucking journey <laughs> no that was that was terrible that was terrible <laughs> that was terrible I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, say this episode of the podcast I can I put that, that on there? that that fucking <laughs> that fucking joke uh, we started it but I I had to get out of there all right uh, who else who else has got another one anybody got another one so I like I like hospital shows I I always have I actually did enjoy ER. Uh, and a few other, <laughs> I never did. I couldn't get down with Grey's Anatomy. I just couldn't. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, I don't even know what it was. You know, sometimes there's too many people on screen. 
Oh, Fair I enough. got another one. <laughs> well, hold on. We'll, we'll circle back to you. I got, I got one. Curtis, that... what the fuck is happening? Curtis, Curtis, Curtis. We're doing a show. Everyone, everyone's laughing at my jack-off joke. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're showing us? People, people that you paid... <laughs> People that you paid to laugh at your fucking jokes. If you pay me as much as you paid them, I would laugh at your damn joke too. I don't. I don't know that I would. I like my integrity is worth a little bit more than what, than what Curtis could pay. Curtis, like I, I pride myself in being a straight up. <laughs> What'd you have, Caleb? You said you had another. I can't one? laugh at the jagoff joke because I've heard it like a million times in the past two years. Because it's a joke he keeps going back to because he thinks it's that damn funny. Okay, that joke is now bad, Curtis. I don't know. Go ahead, Caleb. Please. Um, (laughs) Make some shit up at this point. Just get us out of here. I've tried and tried and tried to get into friends, but I, I, I know. I just can't really get hard on for friends um, because well, to me you're just not trying hard enough apparently I know, but like, you did not look at Jennifer because that would solve all the whole hard on problems I, I'm pretty sure right. like in the, that entire show like none of the women were ever allowed to wear a bra well it's, like, it's, almost, like, it's almost like there's like, a lot the of fuck? inside jokes on that show like the things you find funny about your friends that no one else really understands because you had to be there and you got to really get to know the characters and there's an awful lot of relationship drama in it and while that's not like awful per se it's to me it's not a whole lot entertaining right um and a lot of the funny ends up being around that relationship drama if you're so I'm not saying it's a bad show. Right. If I have specifically seen... about Ross and Rachel, I'm with you. Because that oh, yeah. kind of derails the entire yeah. show for me. And like it's a great show and it's iconic, but I just can't find myself to get through just watching the thing. The beast yeah. that it is. I'll, I'll tell you, you've you've given it more of an attempt than I have. I don't even fucking care enough to want to watch Friends. Like <laughs> yeah. everybody's like, oh, it's great. Now it's like good, good, good for you. Camera sitcom, Caleb. Yeah, there, there was you a go. Certain, there was a certain point during Friends where I was like, oh, whose line is it anyways on a different channel? <laughs> exactly. <this>. Exactly. Whose <laughs> <laughs> lines on? Let's watch that instead. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good enough. All right. Anybody else got any more? I know Brandon's got one. Anybody else have one? Nope. Let's go to Brandon. What do you got, Brandon? Give us your last one. Um, I tried this a few, not a few months ago, maybe like a little less than a year ago. And we kind of talked about it before one, t- one time. And um, I Did got you just have 30. a stroke? Hold on. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Okay. <laughs> it looked like you had a stroke so for a second there. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just, we're, we're worried about you. It's into the first episode. It's called TIA. And I, TIA and I couldn't do it right Thank then. You. Was uh, The Boys. The Boys. Wow. Oh my God! Uh, Pardon Pardon me, just, you might want to lock your door tonight. Hunk <laughs> just left the camera. Oh, He's headed to your house. He lives I know. in the Kansas City area. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the funny, like the thing, Terrible one of the things asshole. I couldn't get over, and we've talked about this before, is that Simon Pegg plays Jack Quaid's dad, and that it's just doesn't fit in my brain for me. First season. I like Simon Pegg. I, I, I love I, Simon Pegg. I, I love Simon Pegg. I just couldn't get that around my brain. I just... I I loved it. 
Well, Brandon, I want to. I just, I think, I think we just need to stop. And uh, Brandon, I want to thank you for having been a part of this show for as long as you have. And <laughs> as we as the youngest member of the group, I'm sorry. I have to completely disagree with Brandon. Brandon, the tribe has spoken. Three years ago, you and I had a conversation about meeting something new. Right. That was the boys, man. The it boys was definitely was new. new. Yeah. Yep. The concept just also, even though they still have to pull back some. Yep. They, God, it's just. And I don't even. I don't care who's the bad guy. I just. They're all the bad boy. guys. Yeah, Dude, they're all bad and guys. And Carl yeah. Urban and Jack Quaid and like the rest of the cast on that show are just fucking great. We've uh, had discussions, Brent. We've had this. Me and Joey had discussions. I'm like. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with Billy Butcher? Goddamn! I not said not it actor, was bad. I said I couldn't get into it. Right? Uh, I, I, I never Brandon. said it was bad. Right? Did you it's watch an acquired the first, minutes of the first like episode? And I th- I was taken aback, like in a good way. In in that like first ten minutes where Jack Quaid and his girlfriend, I thought that was great. But just something about it couldn't hold my attention at well, that I moment. Think, I think Curtis, 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 say that again because I think he got, I think he got lost. But I think you made a good point. Go ahead. Much like Breaking Bad and Meth, it's an acquired. The Boys is an acquired taste. I disagree. I think the yeah. Boys. If, you have to be in a mood to watch it. I love game shows, man. I'm not a nerd <laughs> to your extent. <laughs> and like, dude, I watch fucking Disney Plus original series that are like made for like. Like eleven year olds, dude. Like speaking of which, what is this big announcement that's coming out like, tomorrow? Do you know? Like, Twisty the the lone bear cub for Disney like, Plus. No, like like the um, Nat Geo like, version. It's a dog's life with the voice of there Goofy. There you go. Yeah, and like uh, shop class, okay. and like like um, uh, my tastes are. I've talked about it before. <laughs> my tastes are very different from nerd tastes. I try to get into the. Like I'm so surprised I've gotten this far in Batman the Animated Series. I well, think it's really well done, but I don't get the hype around it. Well, you, you know, also got to understand that PDCT had an entire episode <laughs> about the boys. So I, I just no, don't. I understand, and I do it <laughs> <be> controversial. <laughs> well, Brandon, that's fine. You, you know what the announcement tomorrow from Disney is going to be about the Descendants? I don't even know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> and I'm you're a Disney guy. You know what the Descendants is? He's not a Disney guy. He told you that that was that was that was outside of his sweet spot. Yeah, he's more of a game show guy. We we talked about that with the with the Dove Cameron thing. Cody all the way, man. Too many people are talking at once. Yeah, absolutely. Let's rein it in. That was let's yeah. Let's do Curtis. What you got? Okay, bring us home. I had to finish this one because we did a podcast about it. Lovecraft Country. Yeah. <laughs> you you stuck and through you it, my God. You watch that on YouTube <laughs> and Facebook or whatever. Wherever it was. Yeah. Wherever yeah. it was. I even posted a few scenes of it on my Instagram because uh, a few of my friends were like, I'm going to watch this. Like, here, let me post a few things first. <laughs> and then you decide if you're going to watch it. <laughs> The best part of that episode was uh, you descending into <laughs> a drunken depression. The further that that conversation went, it's like man, I can't like, believe you know, I gave up ten hours of my life. I can't get that shit back. 
I could get that back. You know what they did? <laughs> they stole from Eddie Murphy when he dressed up as a white man. Uh, like shit. that was a conversation. There was a conversation. Was. All right, that was, that you're, was. you're very much you're right on. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap up that discussion. That was good. I, I think that uh, it shows that, yeah, we, uh, we've we all got our different tastes. And just because something's popular doesn't mean it's necessarily what uh, what clicks with all of us. Well, this week, the pop quiz. We are moving to the Elite Eight round of our March Madness 2021 tournament. I'm not we've feeling got, good about my odds. We've got we've got four <laughs> matchups. These are head-to-head matchups. So we did the big purge last week. From here on out, we're going one-on-one. Here are your Ready? pop quiz choices for this week. First of all, we've got the number 16 pick, The Silence of the Lambs, by our buddy Mikey Marlowe with Fellowship of the Geeks, versus the number 24 pick, Army of Darkness, okay. that Kenny picked. We've got Army of Darkness versus... Silence of the Lambs in the first poll. I'm calling it. You think you got it? (laughs) We'll see. The second poll, we have the number five overall pick, the Shawshank Redemption by our buddy Derek Zoo, going head-to-head against the number 29 pick, Point Break by Heather Wixon. That we'll see how I'll that goes. You think I'm so? Shawshank on that. I think Shawshank. Shawshank. Shawshank's gonna beat Point Break. I think so. Yeah, I think see. Shawshank's gonna win. Just, the, I don't know. The third matchup. Our third matchup has the number three overall pick, Pulp Fiction, by our buddy Gerald Morris with two Ps on a podcast, going up against yeah. the number eleven overall pick, Jurassic Park, again by our buddy. That could be Burt. a close one. Jurassic I think, Park yeah, versus Pulp Fiction. I, I think yeah, that's, that's a tough one. I have a feeling that's going to be our, our nail biter this week. You're right. Yeah. Oh my god. And wow. our number four, our fourth, our fourth head-to-head matchup for this week is the number twenty-three overall pick, the Big Lebowski. That's Brad's up against the top remaining pick, the number two pick, The Matrix, by our buddies over at hey. Quality Check Podcast. <laughs> The yeah. Big Lebowski better beat the Matrix. The I Big Lebowski will not beat the Matrix. <laughs> it, it the Matrix broke. like stomped in its first round, and I'm not feeling good about my odds. Brad, <laughs> if you do what Kenny did and just post it all, reach out to everybody. I'm not even on Facebook, and I'm barely on Twitter. I don't even have any other social media. I'm, I'm saying, not gonna be able to do. What you could win with the Big Lebowski. Make some phone you calls. It's not going to be the Matrix no. on any level. No. If I was going up against a sequel, maybe, but for the first yeah. one, I don't think I'm standing there. Yeah. I, I, I hope the fourth and fifth no one don't come out as far as I'm concerned. What was the first one again, Joey? First, okay, so we'll run through the matchups one more time. Our first matchup is Silence of the Lambs versus Army of Darkness. I have a feeling wow. Silence of the Lambs probably going to pull that I, one out, I but we'll do, see. But it's not like my pick. With as many votes as Army of Darkness got, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, the second matchup, again, was Shawshank Redemption and Point Break. Got a feeling Shawshank's going to win that one. Uh, the next next matchup, again, was Pulp Fiction Jurassic Park. That's a toss-up, I think. That one's too close to call that for me. That one is a very yeah. big toss-up. That's like, wow. And I then don't our know what to pick I don't on that one. 
And then our fourth and final matchup, uh, again, was Big Lebowski and The Matrix. This week's pop quizzes are live right now. You can vote on our Twitter page by search for and following us at PGTC Podcast. Somebody's typing it in right now trying to get there. The pop quiz is pinned to the top of those pages, so you cannot miss them. You go in, you'll see the Elite Eight round. It's pinned right there. Go in and vote for each of those four in each of those four matchups. We will bring you the results and set our final four matchups on next week's brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Coming up this week in entertainment and pop culture, today, Friday, the 12th, we've got a few things going on. We've got Cherry starring Tom Holland. This new movie on Apple TV Plus. This is the movie that had the uh, poster that you couldn't read. Like they took the word cherry and like cut it up and changed the heights of some of the chunks. And it was a fucked up deal. But apparently the name of the movie is Cherry. And it's out today on Apple TV Plus. New music today. New album by Rob Zombie titled, I love the title of this, The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Conspiracy. Uh, I saw. Yeah. I saw. <laughs> you know, that's the thing about Rob Zombie. He's got good titles, but he doesn't always have good music. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I saw right before we started recording that Rob Zombie is uh, is going to be making a uh, a reboot a film of the uh, the Munsters. So Rob Zombie's The Munsters will be coming soon uh, to a theater. Going to make a Munsters remake, but Rob Zombie. Well, why why does anybody need Can to make a Munsters remake? <laughs> they just remade the Adams Family. Yep. So why not do the Munsters? It wasn't, no, these remakes aren't always good. You're trying to. Try I know it doesn't. Good, yeah, but they're gonna keep doing it. Yeah, I, I have a feeling. Rob I, Zombie is more interesting. Just it it feels um, like somebody gave him this based on the fact that he has a song titled Dragula that's about the fucking race car that Herman Munster has in one episode. I feel like that's what that I, 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 I feel. I feel like that's the only reason he got this job because the Munsters is very PG family friendly. Very. Rob Zombie's films tend to not be, and you know his yeah. wife's going to be Lily Munster, right? House of the Corpses was like if the Munsters were fucking R-rated or NC-17. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Almost, you know, Go ahead. I would almost like to see in his art style an animated right. uh, one. I think that would probably go over a little better. Yeah. 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 Animated Part monsters. of my... Part of my favorite sequence of the Beavis and Butthead movie is when they're just like aping White Zombie, Rob Zombie. It's the White Zombie song, but with right. Rob Zombie's art style. So, yeah. Yeah. Saturday, the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards on <laughs> Sunday. On Curtis, do your guess. So apparently, somebody's got guests uh, in the background that want to weigh hey, in on the know. Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. Uh, let's see Sunday. I have a lot to say about that, but I'll, I'll bet you do. All right, time. fair enough. <laughs> On Sunday, we've got the Grammy Awards, and it's Selection Sunday for the NCAA March Madness tournament. That's happening on Sunday. Next Monday, bright and fucking early, the Oscar nominees are announced on Monday morning. Also on Monday evening, the DuckTales series finale over on Disney XD. If you've been watching that, you got one more series finale, a 90-minute series finale coming on Monday. Next Tuesday, Promising Young Woman hits Blu-ray and DVD. That's a film I'm going to have to pick up because I've heard nothing but good things. Obviously, uh, Carrie Mulligan is winning awards, so 
Um, want to check that out. It hits home video on Tuesday. Also, we are talking about Sons of Anarchy. The season premiere of Mayans MC hits FX on Tuesday. And of I'm course, excited for that. I'll bet you are. New comics <laughs> from DC <laughs> Comics on Tuesday. Uh, everybody else's new comics hit on Wednesday. What's up, Curtis? Are you waving? Do you have something to say? You got um, your hand up? <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, what were your thoughts on Hawk's uh, diss on uh, Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, we moved past this, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I I just, Curtis is I'm having a hard time letting go tonight. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just curious. I don't watch that, but I, I kind of figured Kenny did, and he's watching the Mayans, which is obviously a fucking spinoff. It's a, yeah. it's a jack off of the show. It's a jag off. Yeah, it's following the Mexican gang that was in the Sons of Anarchy. I love Sons of Anarchy. The stories were great. There's a lot of plot twists and surprises, and it's. I liked it from day one, and I liked it up to the season finale, or series finale. So. But I can see where it's not a lot of people's taste, but it was. Yeah, I'm a long curious. I, I knew you liked it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was really good. I still, the death of Opie in that, still, when I see it today, I'm like, oh, God, it still gives me. It still haunts you Ron today. Ron Howard had a cameo in that. Yep, they fucking yeah. torched him. Yeah, Ron Howard. <laughs> <laughs> and next Thursday, a couple big things. The WWE Network goes to Peacock next Thursday. Zack Snyder's Justice League debuts on HBO Max next Thursday. Uh, also uh, if you else, if, uh, if you didn't before ca- that if you didn't uh, catch Superman, the early the animated series uh, drops on HBO Max as well. Fair enough. Remastered in HD. Uh, somebody, what the fuck? What is that? What was I don't know. that? Somebody's taking a shower. <laughs> like, look, I don't mind. Like, I, I know we're on Zoom. Noise? I know you. I know you can do Zoom on a, on a phone, but don't take it in the shower with you, please. Yeah. Or, I'm, I'm the, I'm, I thought I was the only one doing it on my phone, but no, 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 not. no, no. Someone's showering. <laughs> Fair enough. They may have had to clean themselves. You notice the water didn't start running until we mentioned Zack Snyder's Justice League. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so clean yourself. I got to bleach my eyeballs. Well, Go ahead. We didn't uh, talk no, about we, it. No, we didn't that, We didn't hit that, yeah. It's so, okay. Yeah, like, you uh, know, uh, it, it, got, it got released early on accident. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, if you tried to watch Tom and Jerry for like an hour there on Monday, you got the first hour of Zack Snyder's Justice League, um, yeah, which is which is wildly different from Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Of the two was, of those, I don't know which would be the more unenjoyable experience. <laughs> I think Tom and the, the, Jerry. The, so to Tom and Jerry would be the most disappointing for me. Yeah, of the they two? deserve <laughs> something not that doesn't suck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom and Jerry is a classic cartoon. Like when I when I think of Evil Dead Two, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's like a Looney Tunes cartoon." I'm like, no, no, it's a Tom and Jerry cartoon. <laughs> yeah, this movie pisses me off. But anyway, to beside that, from what I've heard. The first hour of the Justice League is pretty amazing. So, uh, I don't think that, amazing was the word I heard. The few stories that I've heard, it's, yeah. they're like it, I have heard kind of positive. They they have been. Po- I have heard that it 
is on par with the Justice League movie that was released in theaters. It's not the first hour. The first hour of Justice League is of about the same quality as the movie that we got in 2017. Yeah, it is. I don't know how much new is in that first hour, how much is shuffled and reshot, but apparently it's like, okay, well, if that's what it is, then it's the same fucking thing. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what those changes are. Apparently, he apparently he only shot one new scene. So go ahead, Brad. Refresh my memory here. Is it a four-hour movie? Or it is, is it one four-hour. It's a four-hour movie that has six titled parts to it with an intermission after the second hour. It's a fucking mess is what it is. Uh, the the more enjoyable experience is on Shudder where they are debuting a new movie called Slacks, uh, which is about a pair of killer pants. You put on the that pants and the apparently it kills you. Sisterhood of this traveling pants? Uh, no. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little different. Yeah, Not quite it's the same caliber of actresses, I don't believe, in that one. It's a lot like uh, Rubber. What yeah, it like. is. It is a lot like rubber. Yes, hey, absolutely. I like rubber more than Sisterhood. Sounds amazing. <laughs> Brad owns rubber. There and you he owns go. A lot of rubbers. Because <laughs> 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 All right, fair enough. Boom, uh, <laughs> and uh, next <laughs> Thursday night. Next Thursday night, we may or may not be recording another new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Uh, <laughs> next week, we'll be recording from our showers. Everyone is required to uh, be lathered up for the show. You can join us uh, for that. Uh, for more information, again, check us out at popgoestheculture.com. Uh, send us your information. Send us throughout the week. We ask every week, like I said, uh, what you think are the top stories in entertainment pop culture. Hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think. We may use your suggestions in an upcoming episode. And then look for that episode on Friday of next week. If you have enjoyed this or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, please take a moment and leave a review in your preferred podcast player. It doesn't cost a thing, and it really is one of the best ways to show your support for the show. And be sure to check out our online store over at popgoestheculture.com. Pick up your Pop Goes the Culture gear. Uh, Curtis is looking for new t-shirt ideas and designs as throughout the episodes as we go. Um, and we've got a few links there as well on our website to uh, shops of some of our sponsors and partners as well. So be sure to check those out. Uh, our buddy, uh, Jason Bay up in Kansas city area. Uh, he has a brand new online store. So we've got that featured prominently on our website, the uh, happy motherfucker brand, um, which he's got, he's got, he's got some great stuff. You should be sure to check that out again at pop goes the culture.com. Happy motherfucker is the name of his brand. He's got some good shit out there. Uh, that I think that's going to wrap us up. <laughs> like we're done. I don't think we got time for any more of this shit. So we're going to get out of here. I, again, I want to thank Brandon. I want to thank Brad, Kenny, Curtis, Caleb, and Hawk with fanatics and the fans for joining us. Thanks everybody again for listening, for making it this far. You did not uh, do what we did with some of these TV shows. You actually got through the end of it and we appreciate you sticking with us. Uh, again, my name is Joey Mills with the Pop Goes of the Culture Podcast Network. Have a great weekend, and we will catch you right back here next week for another brand new episode of the Pop Goes of the Culture Podcast. Be safe, be healthy, be happy. We will see you later. Later. Bye-bye now. Bye. Stay, stay frosty, San Diego. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.